What is Stoicism? The ancient Greek philosophers that most readers are familiar with include Plato, Socrates, and Aristotle. The philosophic traditions that they developed and taught formed much of the foundations of modern Western thought, with many believing that philosophy, as well as other academic endeavors like literature, politics, history, geography, and history, originated from the Greeks, though this may be a Eurocentric worldview that many would contest. Learning about Greek thought is, then, a worthy endeavor to pursue, as this may hold answers to the questions that the modern man might have. It might surprise readers to find out that people have been asking the same questions since the dawn of time. It's likely that someone in the past, perhaps in ancient Greece, has already found the key that will unlock all the answers, or, at the very least, lead one to the right path toward finding those answers. Studying Stoicism is one way to introduce the philosophy of the Greeks in a manner that can still be relevant today. It might be difficult to grasp how the minds of men who lived two millennia ago could be useful in solving present-day problems. However, their teachings stood the test of time for the same reason that Shakespeare's plays or Dante's Divine Comedy are still taught in today's classrooms. They hold universal truths that mankind have been pursuing. So, why turn to Stoicism rather than the myriad of other schools that originated in ancient Greece? Stoics encapsulate Greek thought and morality, and they are easy to understand because of the large body of work that explains their principles. It's also the first school that gave guidelines as to how exactly a man can live well. Other philosophies merely explore issues without giving any practical and definite solutions. So, compared to other Greek schools, it is more grounded in real life and more achievable by the average individual. Philosophy flourished in ancient Greece because men faced death every day. They were trained from a young age in a gymnasium and enlisted in the army for most of their lives. Many were expected to die on a battlefield. It follows that these men became interested in knowing the meaning of life that can be offered by philosophy or religious teachings. So the same men who trained long hours in gymnasia would spend the rest of their time in the nearby schools. Of all the Greek cities, it's in the first democracy of Athens, which was characterized by free speech and rhetoric, where the pursuit of truth and wisdom was widely accepted. The earliest philosophical records found in Delphi echo the same sentiments about how a man should live his life. This is the same inquiry that has been propelling philosophical thought throughout the ages and will be elucidated in this book. A common concern in philosophy is that it has a tendency to be highly theoretical. With one line of inquiry, more questions branch out. Questions lead to more and more questions. While this could be a healthy exercise in the Socratic method, it can frustrate many people. However, around the fourth century, two philosophers had more definite and practical responses. The first of these is Epicurus, who founded his school in Samos at around 307 B.C., it was called the Garden, as it was located in a garden in the middle of the Academy and Depilan Gate. Today, this school is known as Epicurean. It shares principles with Stoicism in a sense that they both agree that philosophy is able to teach a man how to find happiness and live a better life. Although Epicureans emphasize that a man achieved peace by avoiding all that caused him pain and to seek pleasures that feel good for him. Many people now interpret this as leading a life of excess and depravity, but true Epicureans still maintained a high sense of morality. 
The second was Zeno of Citium, who founded Stoicism. The Stoic school of thought was founded around 320 to 250 BC in Phoenicia. His predecessors included Cleanthes, Chrysippus, Panetius, and Poseidonus. However, none of the works of these ancient masters survived in full. Most of the Stoic tradition that we now know today comes from the complete books of Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca. These will be discussed in further detail in different chapters of this book.